Heavenly Father, we find ourselves in the midst of the most important week in the history of the world. And this day is the day that changed everything. The cross made possible our redemption and our salvation. The day in which we see, like never before, that your love for us is not just words, but is made manifest in the actions that your Son has done for us, each by name. Everything changes today. Everything has meaning. So bless us now and this whole parish family. Fill us with your grace and help us to do our best to push aside distractions and to make time to linger on these events so as to know your love more intimately, to have our lives transformed so that we are able to tell others about what you have done for us. All this we ask through Christ, our crucified Lord. Amen. Nothing, no life, no birth, no death, no battle, no war, no election, nothing is more important than what we just heard in the gospel. Nothing is more important than the events that took place almost 2,000 years ago on a hill outside of a dumpy little town in the middle of a desert where people have been fighting for thousands of years. What you and I just heard is not a tragedy, nor is it something which just happened by chance. It was God's desire to do this out of his extraordinary love. Why? To transform our greatest enemy into the means of our redemption. Over these weeks of Lent, I've been very mindful of those who are suffering. This Lent has really been like no other Lent for me. I have heard and have had many encounters with numerous people that are suffering immensely in a lot of different ways. Suffering from getting older and being alone. Suffering mental anguish or mental illness. Suffering from addictions. Suffering from demonic oppression and possession. Suffering from past hurts and sexual abuse. Suffering the loss of loved ones. Physical suffering of my friends, my parishioners, my own suffering, trying to accompany someone who is in extreme pain or whose life is a complete mess and trying to give them hope. There is so much pain in this world, so much suffering, and the bulk of it is caused by you and me. This week, like no other week, is a time to be reminded that all suffering is not in vain. It is so easy for when we're hurting or when we're watching someone else who is hurting to ask why. What is the point? What good could possibly come from so much pain? This most certainly was the temptation of the people as they walked by the cross of Jesus. We even hear it in the gospel. Just another man hanging naked on a cross, executed by our vicious occupying Roman army. And not just a man, a man who promised that he was going to change everything. A good man, a man who healed, a man that forgave. This man is now pinned to a cross in excruciating pain, waiting to die. What good could possibly come from that? Not even what good could come from that. Could anything but death come from that?
and for us when and not if, when we suffer in all these different ways, what will we do? If we take the pain and unite it to his cross and say, Lord, I offer to you whatever I'm going through for the good of my family, for my friends, for my children, for our parish, whoever is on your mind, or are you going to shake your fist at the pain, confront it on your own, or trust it, though you may not see it, and you may never see it in this life, that God will use it. Just as he used the cross to save the world, so he will use what you and I are going through if we actively unite it to him. This week, above all, proclaims to us that suffering never again has to be meaningless. Never has to be in vain. God will raise it up and transform it into something that you and I can't even imagine. This is not some made-up story. This really happened and continues to happen. One of the things that is the most incredible thing as a priest, a priest friend of mine once said, he said, the priest is front row for God's show of grace. We get to see not only the bad, but the transformation into the good. And we see it a lot. Jesus takes suffering, pain, and death and turns it into something new. It's what God does best. So he says, go ahead, take my son, hang him on a cross, watch what I'll do. What you and I need more than anything is unshakable confidence in God. For the difficulties and sufferings will continue to come our way. It's unavoidable. I think that some of us were like, if we can just get through this thing, this storm, this pain, this suffering, then it's going to be okay. As if not more is coming. And will continue to come until you close your eyes for the last time. And we can either rebel at it, get angry at it, or we can embrace it. And believe that something great will come from it. We who are his children, who walk with our hands in his. And even though his ways are not our ways. And we may not understand what he's doing. All things for God work for the good. Regardless of how we see it at the time. I experienced this profound truth when my mother died. The school kids made these cards for me, which was touching, to say the least. How these little hearts wanted so badly to comfort mine. But one little girl made this card and she gave it to me. And the day before, I was praying in tears in my chapel and I was like, God, I just don't understand. Why? Why her? Why the pain? Why the suffering? I don't get it. And this little girl walked up and handed me this beautiful card that she had made. And on it was this little thing where she said how much she loved me and was praying for me. And at the bottom it said, scripture verse on back. It's a third grader. I turned around and it says, John 13, 7. What I'm doing now, you do not understand. But in time, you will. I'm telling you, in front of this little girl, I broke down. It was an answer to the prayer that I had uttered just the other day. 
And that's how suffering is. We don't understand it while it's happening, but it's preparing us. And it's making us holy. As the French Catholic poet Charles Baudelaire said, Thanks be to God who gives us suffering as a sacred remedy for all our sins, that best and purest essence which prepares the soul for divine delights. That is why despite the tragedy, the suffering, and the death of Jesus that we recall today, we still call this Friday good. Because God is good. And will provide even in the worst and most hopeless situation. That's what we celebrate today. So rally close to the heart of the crucified Christ. And know that you're not alone. It's inhumane to suffer alone. Suffering must, be op- it must open us up to others. Not cause us to reject them. Your suffering has meaning. All suffering has meaning because of today. And as the great J.R.R. Tolkien once said, there is never a victory without suffering. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world.